0: The biggest moment of forgiveness in my life was when I found out my father was on his deathbed in, in a hospital in Florida while I was in Portugal on the Camino de Santiago with my current partner, now wife. Um, this was in 2018, and I hadn't spoken to him for 25 years or heard from him, so it was quite a quite a shock they tracked me down, first of all, uh, the the hospital, hospital worker. And I just had this sense that I had to go and see him. And he had a heart attack and stroke and he was in uh, critical care or, or intensive care. I don't remember which exactly, to be honest, it probably changed throughout the back and forth. Either way, um, I knew that I had to go and see him. Uh, I had this, Mm -hmm. kind of ball in my stomach feeling like he was feeling the guilt of the decisions he had made that didn't allow us to be closer and i needed to tell him that i that i forgave him so that he could cross over in in peace and not carry that with him at the end of his life and so i took a you know, a bus, a train, a plane, a car, and a motorcycle to get halfway across the world to go and, to go and see him. And when I finally got there and I, and I shared this with him, that I, you know, forgive him for his actions that didn't allow us to be close. He was hooked up to these machines and there was this twinkle in his eye and he just, you know, blinked and, There was like the the slightest smile that came on his face. Just like a twitch. But I could tell that he acknowledged and he heard me. And it was quite miraculous how the next day he recovered so quickly. And they discharged him from the hospital. Like the next day after that. And then all of a sudden I'm in this position of building a relationship with my father who I didn't really know. The last time I had spoken to him, I was 13, and I decided to stop um, reaching for him because I had become his phone therapist. And it just felt off for me as he would, you know, share about how hard life was for him and how much he wanted us to be together and how much he wanted to build a, a stable home and family together. And... You know, now, many years later, I, I just realized that it was just such a hard transition for him. And he had so much of his own trauma from his his childhood that he hadn't learned to integrate. And as a teenager, I remember feeling grateful that my mom made the choice to separate because I would say, oh, my dad was a mess. So it's, it's I was better off with him not being around. Uh, and I had lots of other good role models around. And so there's some sadness that I hold around feeling that way towards him. Um, and I also trust that it was the right decision for my mom. I mean, she, when I was two years old, uh, she decided to um, you know, grab me and take me out one day when my dad's friend, who was a drug dealer, had a gun on the table. Uh, like I said, there were some choices he made that weren't so great for a family. And at the same time, when I met him and I was there in the, the hospital as he was starting to you know, regain consciousness and regain lucidity little by little, I could also see what a big heart he has and what a big heart he's always had. And he saw the goodness in that drug dealer. He saw the goodness in everyone. Uh, that was his special gift and unfortunately his his choices in the more like linear sense of being able to hold a job and uh, you know uh, just adapt to society's expectations it was such a hard adjustment for him and as i sit here and share this it's just um, yeah, i feel a lot of warmth as i you know picture his smile uh when he was in long-term care and I was there in the position of advocating for him within the system because he was living on the streets when he had the, the heart attack and he ended up in that hospital. Uh, so he didn't have anywhere to go. He didn't have anyone else in his life at that point. And so now I'm advocating for him in the system, our, our healthcare system, which is quite convoluted and not very helpful to a lot of people. Um, And my my now wife was there with me uh, by his side as I was dealing with the administration. And then he called her my wife. Whereas at that point we weren't engaged. We weren't, um, you know, we were adventure buddies. Uh, Adventure buddies and lovers and and so much more. But we weren't planning on getting married. I had been married already and that didn't work out so well. (laughs) It It was kind of a tough experience. And, you know, I thought it was because he was, you know, sometimes stuff he said didn't make sense. He was still not fully there and lucid after due to the stroke. And my partner coming with me from Portugal, to Florida to be with me um, through that experience of what I thought was going to be my father's death and which turned into a repairing and rebuilding of the relationship with my father. That was such a huge turning point in our relationship. I had been there in, in Portugal for us to adventure together and it turned into me supporting her through Difficult transitions and stuff not working out, you know, the way she had planned, and the way things were, uh, you know, presented to her with the project that she was doing there. And then from you know this email and phone call, where I found out about my father, the tables turned immediately, and then she was supporting me. And that's where I knew that we were on this this path together for the long term. You know, it was that's where it was very clear, and it was so interesting to watch my father connect with her and call her my wife, and and just there was such a sweet connection, and just really appreciated being able to to be with her and be with him, and yeah, so we went back and forth between. My dad's uh, the long-term care facility that my dad was at, and my mom's house uh, in a different part of Florida. Driving back and forth across the state a a few times, and uh, you know, just helping them to get set up. And then my my journey continued, and we went back to Seattle where we were based, and ended up getting married later in the summer. And traveled and on our way back, um, when we're coming back around the world from from our travels uh, the next June, uh, coming from London to Seattle, uh, he died. And I didn't actually find out about it until about a month later in trying to connect. And they they couldn't and, and like changed locations. There's a whole bunch of stuff. That happened anyway. It was, it was quite hard for me that I, I didn't know right away. Like they weren't able to reach me, because like, my phone number was gone and everything. And so the day I found out that he died, there was a singing circle in my, uh, com- in my community, and that day was a very special day. There was a, a group coming in um, called Holistic Resistance. Uh, it does great work. And they were leading the singing circle. And there were 70 people in this room that normally holds 25 or so when we when we gather as a community. And I decided to go to the singing circle. And I sat right in the middle of the circle. And I'm pretty much in the middle, you know, like a, the the guy who was leading it was in the center, but whatever, it was right up front. And people all around me. And I just wept and sobbed and just I was able to move so much grief about the loss of my father and the missing of him and, and the his his funny little comments and how he always wanted to go around the corner to smoke a cigarette while he was in the in the care facility and and how he was like such a sneaky sneaker. And it was just it was such a healing healing experience that I was able to just get all the crying out at once pretty much. And they're surrounded in community. And so the reason I'm sharing this is about um, forgiveness and me trusting my gut that I needed to share that with him. And while there's sadness that I didn't get a chance to, to actually spend more time with him, except for that first month uh, where I spent a lot of time with him after he recovered. Uh, It also feels really good to have repaired and rebuilt that relationship with him and knowing that he was loved and he knew that he was loved. And yeah. And, and right now that feels really important because I'm going to be a father. At the end of this year so the fact that i had the opportunity to go back and repair and rebuild that relationship i know that i'm not carrying over that pain into my relationship with my my son to be, my son my my daughter my child to be um, and that feels really important to me as father's day is approaching and as i'm holding men's work and, and supporting other fathers on this journey.